Welcome to the latest edition of the Shukri Rights Podcast with your host, Shukri Rights, wherever you may be. However, you may be watching or listening to the podcast if you're watching via YouTube or if you're listening on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Odyssey app. I appreciate you always. It's another Monday. It's another day after a crazy Sunday across the NFL. You know, you had headlines from from Miami in which the Dolphins decided to drop a 70-burger. Yes, a 70-freaking-burger down in Miami against the Denver Broncos to Taylor Swift bringing bad blood to Kansas City in, in the hands of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And now that brings us to New York. Because after all, it's truly amazing and comical that we don't learn. When I say we, and I mean human beings, we truly do not learn. The one thing that is true in life and in sports is that when you insist on insanity, when you insist on stupidity, bad things happen. So the New York Jets, this is now week two and a half post Aaron Rodgers done for the season. And the New York Jets went into the game yesterday against the New England Patriots with the idea and the notion that, after all, one Zach Wilson is going to be our guy. And what propelled them to think along those lines is that Robert Sala, the head coach of the New York Jets, and the general manager, Joe Douglas, continue to push the narrative that Zach Wilson is our guy. He's our starting quarterback, et cetera, et cetera. Insisting on insanity is one thing because there are crazy people who are actually successful in this world. So I'm not going to knock insanity because I do consider myself to be among the, the insane club in terms of, in terms of, you know, being bold and courageous but then there are those that truly insist on stupidity. And this is why on this Monday, September 5th, that I am going on the absolute scorched policy with the New York Jets. Because for the life of me, as a native New Yorker, as someone who, who knows the city and understands what the city demands from its teams, I don't understand for the life of me why the New York Jets are Pushing this this false narrative that Zach Wilson is our quarterback and we're going to succeed with him. Because that very notion, the last couple of weeks, has been proven to be nothing but a crock of crap. Honestly and truthfully. And yesterday, as I was watching the Patriots and Jets game, I'm sitting back and I'm watching the game. I'm tweeting you know, live game action on Twitter. If you're not following me on Twitter, you can follow me at Shukri Writes. And I'm tweeting out, and I tweeted out multiple times during the game, Zach Wilson absolutely sucks. Either those words or along those lines. And it's abundantly clear that the New York Jets, while there is a point zero zero one percent that Aaron Rodgers returns for the New York Jets if they make the playoffs, and that's a huge if now. He's going to be gone for the season, 
and the Jets are still pushing Zach Wilson. He's the guy. He's the guy who's going to get us to the promised land. Why? Why is that? Because if if there's one thing that is true, being proud and being a dumbass doesn't win you games, doesn't bring you success, doesn't help you in the short term and in the long run. Because anyone who watches football and is part of the national media can see that Zach Wilson isn't the guy. So for the life of me, I truly want to know and understand, specifically from Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, why the hell is Zach Wilson still starting games for you? Why is he still playing? Because I can't begin to tell you, as I'm watching the game yesterday, how many times I saw receivers on the replay that Tony Romo, the analyst of CBS, would break down and show us all, and I'm thinking to myself, what the hell? Zach Wilson can't make that read. He can't hit the open guy. You have your franchise legend, Joe Namath, the Pro Football Hall of Famer, tweeting, essentially yelling through Twitter during the game, saying that Zach Wilson's running in the wrong direction. Zach Wilson needs to step up into the pocket and complete the pass. If old grandpa who led the Jets to their only Super Bowl championship over 50 years ago can see that, then why the hell is Robert Saleh and Joe Douglas still insisting on a Monday that Zach Wilson is going to be the guy he's outside on quarterback moving forward? You know what the definition of insanity truly is? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result when you know damn well you're going to get the same results. The New York Jets, to no one's surprise, are in the definition of insanity. Go open a Webster dictionary and you'll find the New York Jets in there next to insanity. Because it is truly insane that Zach Wilson is still starting games. As far as yesterday is concerned, I mean, he had the one drive that he led the team down the field for for a touchdown drive, but that's it. He's only good for one drive per game, and we've seen this now over the first three games of the season where he'll lead a team down the field for a touchdown drive, and that's it. Can you do it again? No. I, I I don't think I can do it again. And Mikhail Brechton, oh, my God. God bless that guy. But that guy got completely blown out of the water on that safety in which that Matthew Judon came in clutch, in which that there was a moment in time late in the fourth quarter that many of us were thinking, oh, my God, the, the New England Patriots are about to blow this. Are you freaking kidding me? Here comes... Matthew Judon with the with the safety that essentially wraps up the game for the Patriots. Oh, on that same play, Zach Wilson should have gotten rid of the football. You got to get rid of the football. But enough about X's and O's. This is directly to the New York Jets. This is directly to social media, whoever and wherever this will be seen. Go and get you a quarterback. Anybody who watches the game of football knows 
the New York Jets do not have a quarterback right now. You need a quarterback for 2023. That's it. That's it. Because here's the truth of the matter. You invested so much into this team, into this season. You were on hard knocks and you sold the Jet fan base and to New York and to the rest of the NFL that this year is going to be special. We have Aaron freaking Rodgers in the fold. He's our starting quarterback. And that this defense was going to take this franchise to the next level. And somehow, four plays into opening night, Aaron Rodgers runs his Achilles tendon and down a drain seemingly goes to New York Jets season. And the Jets are currently one and two. And there's not much hope ahead in the next few weeks for this organization and for the team of Zach Wilson if he continues to start. Why? Because let me tell you something. The next three games that the New York Jets are playing, they got the, the, uh, the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. They got the Denver Broncos in Denver and their home. Oh, that's right. October 15th against the Philadelphia Eagles. So you want to tell me yet again exactly how is it that the New York Jets are failing to see that if they continue to stay with Zach Wilson, that there's a real possibility that this team could be one in five by the time we get to week five or week six, should I say? I don't know. I don't know. Like, what is it going to take for this organization to to see that? Because watching the sidelines during yesterday's game, it was abundantly clear. The guys on that sideline do not believe in Zach Wilson. They don't believe in him. So, Robert Sala, I'm going to ask you to do us all one solid favor. Stop bullshitting the media. When you're telling the media that everything, we have a great locker room. Your players are frustrated. I can see it as clear as day. Everybody can see it as clear as day. Your locker room is frustrated. The team is falling apart at one and two. And your next three opponents, the Chiefs, Broncos, and even though the Broncos got blown in the water yesterday, 70 to 20 to the Miami Dolphins, they're still a dangerous team. And you got the Philadelphia Eagles. You mean to tell me that you have a good chance of winning those three games with Zach Wilson? Go sell your nonsense to the rat sewers in the New York City subways, not to the millions of people who watch the game. Because right now, this season looks like it's about to go into the absolute gutters. So I'm going to need to see some sort of like drastic changes like now because I would sincerely hate for the New York Jets to get to the bye week before they make any sort of move, go out to maybe trade for a Kirk Cousins or maybe sign a Carson Wentz um, and so forth off the streets. Because right now, your quarterback is the reason why you are going down a very dangerous path, and that is a, the path of not being a playoff team in 2023. And then... You're gonna here's what's gonna end up happening if you don't get you a quarterback because Zach Wilson is not the guy. You're gonna go to the podium at the season ending press conference at MetLife Stadium or Florham Park, and you're gonna tell the New York media, well, our season we had we, we had an unfortunate injury to Aaron Rodgers. 
you could have actually have done something about the quarterback position and you actively chose not to. And you decide that, well, Aaron Rodgers got injured, so down goes our season. No, BS. You had a chance to be proactive and actually rectify the situation. And you chose not to. And you actively are choosing to sell that Zach Wilson is the guy. Our locker room is fine. Meanwhile, you can see Garrett Wilson being passively aggressive on the sidelines. You can see Bryce Hall getting frustrated with Zach Wilson and, and the lack of execution on offense. Meanwhile, the offensive line, say, be as it may, they don't have much faith in Zach Wilson either. So honestly, honestly, if there's one thing that New Yorkers don't like is that be, it's being bullshitted. Because that's exactly what's happening right now. Anyone that saw the game yesterday, anyone who's, who read the press clippings this morning, anyone who's, who did any of those things or watches the team and follows the team and reports on the team on an everyday basis can clearly see that this is not working. It's not working. So why are you selling New York sort of trash to the rest, to the rest of everyone else? Why? Because if this is some sort of a like a like a PR move to protect the, the firestorm that's going on behind closed doors, you're doing a pretty crappy job of that. Joe Douglas, get a quarterback because this is stupid. This is ridiculous. And if you're trying to suck for Caleb Williams in 2024, newsflash, his father made it abundantly clear that. His son would rather stay an extra year in college than go to a bad situation. So what makes you think that even if you have the worst record and you go 1-16, that you were suddenly going to land Caleb Williams? Don't be an idiot. Be real. Admit that this isn't working with Zach Wilson. Go and get a quarterback. You have a team that's more than good enough to get to the playoffs. But as you and I know, what works in the NFL is having a quarterback that can that can execute an offense. You don't have a quarterback that can execute. If you and I watched the same game yesterday, it's pretty clear. Zach Wilson cannot perform and operate as an NFL quarterback. I don't give a rat ass about how, how much Aaron Rodgers is in the building trying to coach up Zach Wilson. Aaron Rodgers right now essentially is, 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 is basically babysitting Zach Wilson, and that's damn shameful because guess what? You're now in year three into this. It's not working. So you want to stay on the, on the path of insanity? Be my guest, but don't you dare. Don't you freaking dare sell to the New York media come season's in that if this team misses the playoffs, it's because, well, we, well, we lost Aaron Rodgers for the season and that, no, you have opportunities to go out and get a quarterback right now. If you have any sort of balls, you pick up the phone and you make a trade or you sign Carson Wentz. You make a trade for, for Kirk Cousins. If not Kirk Cousins, at least Carson Wentz. Who's by far a better quarterback than, than Zach Wilson right now? So I am asking you, Joe Douglas and Robert Saleh, stop 
beating New Yorkers bullshit every Sunday. Because no one's buying it right now. No one who's watching this team is buying it right now. Nobody. A defense that has not been up to its best, has not played up to its best, but the defense isn't a problem. Your quarterback is literally holding your team back. You're at one and two right now. And as I told you, your next three games are against the Chiefs, against the Broncos, against the Eagles. You could very possibly lose the next three games to be one and five by the time we get to week six. Do you truly care? Do you truly care about this team moving forward? Or are, are you going to sit on your on your ass, twiddle your thumbs, say, hmm, hmm, let's stay with Jack Wilson because we don't want to hurt the guy's feelings. He's a grown man. He's a grown-ass man. Loyalty to lack of performance is stupidity. It's stupidity. Loyalty to someone who isn't getting the job done is foolish. Because in the real world, you and I know that bosses are not loyal to employees who aren't getting the job done, that aren't performing. They're given the pink slip. You're fired. Time to hand Zach Wilson the pink slip. Bench his ass and get a quarterback. Because I am sure as a football fan, I am sick of watching his ass. And oh, by the way, they just have another primetime game on Sunday night against the Chiefs. You want to watch that that, that garbage? That nonsense? You want 70,000 fans booing you at MetLife Stadium because they can't stand and watch this jet offense? Ask yourself the following questions and cut the bullshit out. Jet fans on this Monday have every right to be angry. They have every right to be frustrated. As an NFL fan, I'm not even a Jets fan. But that's not the point. Because I am sure that any Jets fan who is rational and at least logical and sensible can actually agree to what I'm saying. But any NFL fan sees that this is atrocious. This is just flat out atrocious. What are we doing here? Figure it out before it gets worse because it's about to get real ugly real fast. Coming up next, there's another team in New York that deserves a major tongue lashing. And I haven't done a lot, whole lot of talking about this team on this pod, but that's about to change now because I got a lot to say. That and much more coming up next here on the Shook Rights Podcast with your host, Shook Rights, on YouTube, as well as iHeartRadio and across all podcast platforms. Welcome back to the Shook Rights Podcast with your host, Shook Rights. Hope you're enjoying the podcast so far as... I thought I delivered an absolute tongue lash at the New York Jets. It's 100% deserved. It is embarrassing to the city of New York, to the New York metropolitan area, the New York tri-state region, for Jet fans and any NFL fan to watch the garbage that we've been watching over the last few weeks. But you want to know what else is even more embarrassing? Is that the New York Yankees are about to miss the postseason for the first time 
since 2016. They were officially eliminated from postseason contention yesterday. But once October 1st hits, they are going to be missing the postseason for the first time since 2016. Ladies and gentlemen, this is by far the worst Yankee regular season that I've seen in my lifetime. By far. By far. And what has gone wrong for the New York Yankees in 2023 has gone wrong. Anything that could go wrong for the Yankees in 2023 could go wrong. You can point your finger at a number of different things for the Yankees. You can point your fingers at, one, the Kavasa construction by Brian Cashman, the general manager of the New York Yankees. That's number one. Number two, you can blame Hal Steinbrenner, the owner of the New York Yankees, for a number of for a number of reasons. That will be fair. Number three, you could blame Aaron Boone, the manager of the New York Yankees, for a number of issues. And that wouldn't be wrong. Ladies and gentlemen. As we sit here on this on this Monday, September 25th, it is astounding to think for me that the Yankees are not making the postseason in 2023 because of reasons that was well within their control. There's a lot of things that the New York Yankees have to change and they need to change this offseason because right now it's not it's not working and it's unacceptable. And you wonder why Yankee fans are angry and have every right to be angry. Why are Yankee fans angry? Let's start there. Well, let's see. We can start with we can start with uh Brian Cashman who I have no problem in saying that he's got to go. Brian Cashman, he's been the general manager of the New York Yankees since 1998. He's won four World Series as general manager, four. But the truth is, a lot of Yankee fans won't give him credit for the first three that he won as that was the three-peak during the Yankee dynasty, 98, 99, and 2000. They won't give him that credit because he inherited a team that was essentially built by Gene Stick Michael. That's the reason why, and understandably so. But 2009 is the only one he really does get credit for because he spent a whole lot of money that offseason. Because we all remember that free agent splash of that winter of 2008-2009. They went out and they spent money on Aces, CeCe Sabathia, future Hall of Famer, A.J. Burnett. They went out and they, they signed Nick Swisher. And then they also made the big splash of signing Mark Teixeira as well. That was coming off of missing the postseason for the first time in 15 years in 2008. 
They went out and they spent a lot of money. Brian Cashman got and gets deserves credit for that championship. But as far as anything and everything else is concerned, no, not really. Because let me I'll, let me put let me put it to you this way. I'm trying to think of all of the different ways I could spin it here and there in terms of just just this year's team. At some point, you have got to say, where does the blame go towards Brian Cashman? And a lot of it should go towards him, like, right about now. Isaiah kind of falefa wasn't it. He wasn't it. Nor was just Josh Donaldson. They designated him for assignment, and he ends, he ended up at one point, I'm not sure if he still is, but he ended up with the Milwaukee Brewers. This roster construction surrounding Aaron Judge was absolute hot garbage. The pitching rotation behind Garrett Cole, who, who could very well win the American League Cy Young Award this season, really failed. There's no other way to put it. It failed. Carlos Rodon was not healthy for, for a large chunk of the season, and when he did return, out of the gate, he was hot garbage, but he did turn it around in his in his start against the Boston Red Sox. And you wonder about Luis Severino, his confidence. You, were, you wonder about a lot of different things, but one thing in terms of the pitching right now that I do have hope for in 2024 is Michael King. But more on that later, another time. But this is about the New York Yankees and their failure as an organization to actually invest money into this team where it needed to be invested in. But I'm going to start there because it was clear the games that they were losing that that was absolutely maddening back in June were games that they should have won. I'm just astounded to even just say that the Yankees are going to miss the postseason because front office, they wanted to go with analytics. They wanted to build this team based on analytics. And it did them no good. That's not the Yankees. The Yankees were not built on analytics. This is not an organization that was built to win based on analytics. Aaron Boone is a puppet for Brian Cashman. I have been critical of Aaron Boone for a while now. But this season, for the life of me, I truly have so much to say and so much anger and resentment towards Aaron Boone as a manager because, let's be honest, there is a massive problem in terms of the culture, in terms of the clubhouse, and it starts with leadership. It starts with Aaron Boone. You know what was truly damning to hear? When Aaron Judge, the captain of the New York Yankees, his first year as captain, this team misses the playoffs. He came out and told the New York media following, uh, following a game against the Arizona Diamondbacks. 
and said, a lot of a lot of things needs to change. A lot of things within the clubhouse needs to change. Basically, paraphrasing what he said. When your captain comes out and goes to the media and says that, you better listen. Because what has gone on over the last couple of years that has all but festered into this season, this ain't it. This ain't it. The New York Yankees are our team right now that you truly just don't know what you really have moving forward. There are question marks around this team going into the offseason. A lot of things need to change. What are some of those things that need to change? I think number one, get themselves a real third baseman, please. Pretty please. And get yourself a left fielder. That's what you need. Pretty please. Start there. But make no mistake about about the status of Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone. I strongly believe that they both need to go. There are people that are asking if you get rid of Aaron Boone, who or who do you potentially go after as manager? Right now, wait and see what becomes available in terms of the managerial market in Major League Baseball. But I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, let's just hire Derek Jeter." Like, no, stop it. Let's not. Let's get. Let's not get stupid here. But. If you are not going to make changes where need changes need to be made, it needs to be made in terms of the general manager and in terms of the, uh, the manager of the Yankees, then expect next year to be more of the same because it's not working. It didn't work in 2023. It's been a disaster of a season. You can point to the injuries to the guy's inability to stay healthy and whatnot. But I'm not even going to blame injuries because every team goes through it in Major League Baseball. How about John Carlos Stanton getting paid $32 million to hit a buck 90? At what point do you say to yourself, the Yankees made a colossal mistake, you know, trading for him back during the offseason of 2017, 2018, and taking on that kind of contract? Because even if the Yankees would have traded him. Who was going to want to take on that deal? A player that that can't stay healthy. A player that hits 190 to 225. Yeah, he still got power, but here's the truth. It's not working. It hasn't been working. Not since 2018. But the honest truth of the matter is that John Carlos Stanton has not been performing for a while. The DNA of the clubhouse and the DNA of the scene needs to change. There's a whole list of things that absolutely needs to change for the Yankees in order to make the postseason again in 2024. Because this year, from what I from what, from what I saw from afar, as a lifelong Yankee fan, is a team that wasn't together. The team that wasn't um you know that that wasn't operating like a well oiled machine. No. I'm fully aware of the problems in terms of the injury bug the team had this year, including Anthony Rizzo, who I hope fully recovers from the from that nasty concussion that he sustained that cost him 
a lost chunk of the second half of the season. But I also wonder if you are the Yankees moving forward, especially as this team has got six days left of the regular season, six days left of 2023 before the offseason begins for them on October 2nd. You wonder, how will this team be built for next year? Because spending money isn't only going to be enough. Spend where you need to spend and stop being worried about the luxury tax because, frankly, if you're worried about the luxury tax, enjoy not being competitive because that's what the Yankees were in 2023. Not competitive. And I'll pose you this question. And there's a last one for, for this particular segment. If there was a time that the Yankees needed to make major changes, it's now. It's absolutely now. Why are you continuing to have this, this so-called belief in Cashman and Boone when we've seen in 2023 that this isn't working? This philosophy isn't working for this team. I expect a lot from the New York Yankees in 2024. And I expect a lot um, during this offseason to the changes because offseason transactions are not going to be enough. There's got to be a cultural change. And if Aaron Judge is openly saying this to the media, imagine how much more he obviously knows him being in that clubhouse every single day in terms of how bad it really is or how bad it has been this season. So Yankees missing the postseason in 2024, in 2023, excuse me. And if they don't make the changes that they need to make, it could be also again in 2024. They need to make changes. Hal Steinbrenner needs to start asking those tough questions. He said, if we miss the playoffs, that he's going to start asking tough questions. All right, now's the time. Start, a- start asking tough questions. Forget waiting until the end of the regular season. Start asking now. Why did this team fall short in 2022, 2023, excuse me, after making the ALCS in 2022? Why? Why? Because ultimately it comes back to you. You're the man that's in charge. You basically signed Aaron Judge to be, um, be, to be a Yankee for the rest of his career and named him captain. He's here now. You're the guy. You're the man that's in charge. Figure it out in, and get back to the postseason in 2024. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Shukri Rights Podcast with your host, Shukri Rights. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and as well as download the podcast to be notified whenever a new pod comes out um, as well. I look forward to talking to you again next time. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening whenever you listen to the podcast. Talk to you later.